0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply in South Wales. Authorisation number TP slash
3: 01005.
2: Welcome to the punters, mate, on
3: SCN. It's Friday, the eighth of July, two thousand and twenty-two. It's time for the punters, mate. Once again, Chris Nelson and Sam Hyland with you on this very, very nice-looking Friday morning. Sammy, a bit, a uh, bit warmer than it was earlier in the week. How'd you cope with that? I felt like I was back in Melbourne.
2: Yeah, I tell you what, it's been, uh, it's been a uh, yeah, bit, bit of a uh, tough week with the uh, chilly mornings and uh, and chilly enough throughout the days. So, uh, I had uh, my brother-in-law Adam Taylor. Uh, stay a couple of days with us, with his family. And uh, we got in the car and it said 11 degrees. And he goes, mate, this is colder than Hamilton in Victoria, (laughs) like Western Victoria. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, we had a bit of a laugh. But uh, I don't think it'll last for long, Chris.
3: Well, no, fortunately we got back to 20 on uh, Wednesday. But 12.4, I think, was the maximum in Brisbane on Tuesday, (laughs) which is just amazing. (laughs) Coldest day for uh, for decades, uh, I believe. Now, the TAB Queensland Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival is here. If you're having a bet, do so responsibly. Any issues? Call one 858 Big night there at the Dishlickers last night at Albion Park. However, let's kick off with uh, my three highlights of the week. Ladon de V winning the uh, Caloundra Cup last Saturday afternoon. Uh, for Curamar and David Eustace. And Nashra Willer, of course, was the rider. And i tell you what, Sammy, he uh, was the horse you wanted to be on as they swung from home, for home. He just uh, zipped up around the outside, which is where you needed to be, and he looked to be bolting, didn't he? They do it so
2: well, don't they, the Kiramar yeah. dave Eustace camp? And uh, 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 and good to have Nash riding at that meeting uh, last week. Uh, look, Chris, uh, I was on Papalino and mm-hmm. uh, was going for the big result, and he, he ran uh, well, but... Class rises to the top, doesn't it? And that's what Ladon de He's got, to, you know, in that field, yes. uh, he's he's got a bit of that about him. And uh, uh, was he the Warner Cup winner last year? I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, he may horse. have been. Yeah. And uh, but uh, Brett Cardy and, and uh, all those boys in that they uh, they love, they know how to celebrate a win. That's for sure. And uh, yeah, good to see that horse back to form.
3: Larry Cassidy winning the uh, the Glass House. On Le Gay Soleil, uh, seven years to the day he won on Winx. Is that In right? the Guineas. Seven years ago he won on Winx in the Sunshine Coast Guineas. Of course, now the Winx Guineas. So Larry's still going strong. He just keeps uh, he just keeps turning up each week and keeps riding winners. And Jimmy Orman, who rode the Winx Guineas winner, of course, and the name of the horse escapes me now. I haven't written it down here, but I'll find it in a minute. That was Jimmy's third. Majestic colour. That's it. That was Jimmy's third uh, Guineas win, this season, of course, he won the Queensland Guineas on Character and he won the Gold Coast Guineas on Prince of Boom. So he is the Guinea's man <laughs> is uh, is Jimmy Orman. So they're my three highlights. Anything that stood out for you, Sammy, you oh, want to I mention? Think that that horse is uh
2: looks uh, he's been very well placed, hasn't he? Majestic colour. And I think uh next preparation he'll be better again. He's uh, he's got good abilities, pretty promising sort, uh, that horse. And yeah, I gee, I thought uh, I thought it was a good race and Great to see uh, Jimmy uh, yeah, having good success. He works really hard, obviously extremely tall jockey and, and does it yeah. hard with his weight. But uh, he's uh, yeah he's one of the top jockeys up here in Queensland. And then, as you say, uh, back to Larry. Well, he's uh, one of the elder statesmen in the uh, jockey's room, but
3: you wouldn't uh, know has, it. has still got it. So, uh, yeah, he's doing well. He certainly is. Now, on today's show, uh, we're going to have a couple of guests, as we normally do. Jaden Lloyd. Uh, will be joining us uh, very shortly after our first break, and then uh, around 9 o'clock we'll be chatting to Kyle Wilson-Taylor. Now, those two apprentices, Sam, they're the two apprentices that are fighting out for the uh, the apprentice's title, and we only have uh, a matter of, what, you know, a couple of weeks, two to yeah. three weeks to go, and there's not a lot between them. So we will chat to both of those uh, apprentices uh, today on the show. Now, a little bit of news, obviously very sad news, uh, earlier in the week with uh, with Leah Kilner having a fall, Alyssa Meredith, having a fall. And in Victoria, Joanna Andrea, I hope I got that name right. uh also coming off. So the three girls just, you wouldn't read about it, would you? Ah, oh, it's, uh, it's
2: horrible, horrible, but, uh, it's, you know, it's the dangers of the sport, isn't it? You know, and, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you can never take it for granted when, uh, sitting on horseback and obviously, uh, especially, um, riding in a race. It's, uh, it, it can happen so quickly as we saw with Leah Kilner, you know, there was no interference or, no. uh, you know, the horse just, uh, went, went wrong and, and, uh, yeah, it was a terrible fall, but, uh,
3: well, they all are, aren't they? But the, they are. the better ones are when you get up and walk away. Stupid question, Sam. You're obviously an your ex-jockey, but can you be scared riding in a race? You know, I, 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 no, I don't know. I've never ridden a horse in a race, but. When you learn to drive a car, it can be a little bit scary on the road for yeah. the first time and a little bit, but then after you've been riding for a while or driving for a while, you get used to it. Yeah. Is that the case on a horse?
2: Uh yeah, I mean, I guess um uh you know, I I I can't say that I've um ever felt scared um in a race or on a horse and I think if you know if the fright sets in, um you you don't want to be going and doing it, but you know there's definitely um uh, jockeys that, you know, uh, in my time that UNG this bloke's uh, is a bit windy, and you prefer not to be behind uh, that, a jockey like that because yep. you can tell following them that they're, um, you know, that they're the decisions they're making. They're they're pretty cautious and wary, you know, and um, so you're better off being in front of someone like that than being behind someone like that. So, um, yeah, but it's uh, I think. Uh, it, you know, when, when, as I say, when it comes along and if you're a jockey and, and all of a sudden you start thinking about falling and, yep. and the positions you're in, um, best off, uh, give it away, get, g- find a new, find a new job because, mm-hmm. um, uh, you, you know, you, it can, and you often, um, people that, uh, people that get a bit windy and, and, and nervous on, in, on horses or in races, um, you know, they'll make the wrong decisions and, and uh, obviously, it ends up uh, not not a great result when you fall on
3: your head. No, definitely they're not. So we wish those girls all the best and look everything crossed uh, for their recoveries. We'll go for a break. When we come back from the break, we'll have a chat to Jaden Lloyd, who, as I mentioned, is in uh, is in the running for the premiership in the jockeys uh, this season. Plus, he rode his fiftieth winner, fiftieth metropolitan winner, at the Sunshine Coast on the Poly Track on Wednesday afternoon. We'll be back with Jaden in just a moment. This is the Punters Mate on SEM. Welcome back to the Punters Mate on this Friday morning, the 8th of July 2022. You are with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland. Now, Sam, as mentioned before the break, we're going to have a chat now to Jaden Lloyd, who brought up his 50th Metropolitan winner at the Sunshine Coast on the poly track aboard Enterprise Mia on Wednesday afternoon. Good morning to you, Jaden.
0: Good morning, boys. Thanks for having me on.
3: Ah, it's a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Uh, congratulations on the on the win on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, it's good. Um, obviously she's going really well that uh, that mare, and um, she didn't really like the poly, but I think a clash. So it was great to get another win on her.
2: Just on that, Jaden. Um, is uh, what's what ha- ha- what's your opinion uh, of the poly track? I mean, um, there's we obviously down in Victoria. We have, uh, they have a lot of uh, racing on synthetic tracks with with Pakenham and Ballarat, and it's pretty consistent at this time of year. Um, how do horses feel on this one up here?
0: Yeah, it, certain horses don't like it, um, and it, and like it played the other day. It played quite leaderish. It can play like that. It seems to play a bit more fair when it's more wet. Um, yep. So, but it's obviously been great. Like we've had a lot of. Um, a lot of rain here lately, so I don't think we got a race on any track. So obviously it's great in that sense that you, you can get a race meeting out of it. So it's good.
3: Now, Jay, I just <laughs> want to ask you about uh, Kingston's here at the Sunshine Coast last uh, Saturday. Uh, I know it was wet out there and the, the horse just didn't handle it one inch, did he?
0: No, no I, I think he didn't pull up the greatest too. So I think you might've had a little minor issue there too. So um, just put a line through that. He's a lot better than that. Um, Obviously, I'm not sure if the injury happened prior or after, but um, and he obviously didn't like the wet too.
3: No, no. And just another one from that meeting you rode Champagne Pop in the, the Wing Skinnies. Now, this is a, a horse that uh, I've been following all the way through. Very unlucky not to win a few maids before she finally did. She was running on again at the end. I think she's got a future, but she certainly needs probably 2,000 or so. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. I've always really liked her. Obviously, she got beat a couple of times at the rail out of Doombin. and yep. obviously she doesn't have much early speed, um, which doesn't help her. But she's um, she's got a great turn of foot on her. Um, I was I was quietly confident coming into that race that she'd run a good race, and she didn't let me down. Um, they went quite slow, which didn't suit her, but um, she really hit the line nicely. I think I think next prep, and when she steps up in distance, um, she might string a couple together.
2: Jaden, I was on Papalino in uh, the Caloundra Cup, and uh, yeah, I thought, gee, I thought he ran well, ran as good as he could. Does he sort of hit his top and and then just grind away? I was halfway up the straight. I was thinking, this is, uh, you know, we're we're a good hope here.
0: Yeah, no, I, I thought I was bolting on the turn, and I just had a peep left, and Nash was still sitting. I thought, oh, maybe not. <laughs> but um, he ran, he ran super. Um, I was obviously three-eyed the whole way, but I probably, probably wasn't a bad thing. You probably wanted to be out there by then and um, in a nice rhythm. I think it's just a genuine stay. It like, gives you a, a nice kick and then kind of just one batters to the line. So um, he, he ran well, and um, it's great to see him uh, run a nice race like that.
3: Now, uh, Jaden, you and Kyle Wilson-Taylor are having a great duel for the Apprentices' uh, Premiership. As it stands at the moment, uh, Kyle Wilson-Taylor is on 54.5 winners, And you are on 50 and a half winners. So you've got a little bit of ground to make up. Time's uh, starting to become very important, but you've both got a good book of rides tomorrow. Do you think there's still a chance? I'm gathering you would. (laughs)
0: Uh, no, actually I don't. No? Um, I'm actually, I'm taking my suspension. So after Saturday, I'm going to be out for two months. Oh. So, um, I don't, I think he's got, he's got the measure of me there. Um, obviously it was a great battle throughout the whole season. I really enjoyed the competitive side and, um, Obviously, I would have loved to win it, but um, there's no money in a premiership.
3: No. How <laughs> long did you say you're out for? Two months? Yeah.
0: So, I, I obviously, throughout the whole season, I've I, I got time and I, I just plead not guilty, which you can do here. And um, it takes a long time to get seen. Yeah. Um, but I just thought uh, I, got, I just kind of got to the end of it and um, just thought I'll just take it off to
3: Saturday. <laughs> so, what do you do for two months? You going on holiday?
0: I'm uh, going. I'm going to, to Bali with a couple of my mates, and um, I'll be there for two weeks, um, and then the rest of it I'll just be riding truck work and just trying to um, stay in these barns, I guess.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh well. Stay in what? <laughs> these barns, like <laughs> the different
3: stables, are just ah, to right. In there, so, um, <laughs> That's right. You got to yeah, be seen. Just,
2: well, yeah, you know, exactly. like you can you can just turn up and turn up with a broom and sweep them all out. Yeah.
3: That.
0: that'll earn yeah. you a few
2: points. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: it. You've got to be seen working hard, I guess.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, tomorrow at uh, Doomban you've got a good book of rides, as I mentioned. A uh, couple that really interest me. Now, disclaimer here: Contemptuous is one of my favourite horses. Uh, I know he's starting to get up in grade a little bit now, and I know that his last run. Uh, back, I think it was in June, in the Lightning, he didn't jump well. He ended up being caught wide. Now, wide gate tomorrow, but how far do you think this horse can go? Do you think there's still more to come with him, or do you think he's reached a level?
0: Um, I think he's a really nice horse. I think he, he, he can definitely go on with it. I, but I doubt, I doubt he runs tomorrow and they'll win a track. He, he doesn't like it. When, oh, okay. Um, and from the wider yet, I don't think they'll risk it. But I, I've obviously got a very high opinion of him, and... Um, yeah, I think he's a really nice
2: horse. In race three, Jaden, you ride Alpine Edge, who I think um, is a bit of a sausage, this horse, uh, but I've been on him a few times and he's <laughs> disappointed. Uh, is he a bit of a trickster?
0: Um, a little bit. Um, but, uh, look, I think he's been running a little bit out of his grade. I yep. mean, he gets back into a lot more suitable race tomorrow. Um and he, he seen they kept on putting the blinkers on him. I think he goes better with the blinkers off. I think all of his better runs have been with the blinkers off. I think and he gets that tomorrow. Um I'd be surprised if he if he didn't run a very good race tomorrow. Um I obviously wanted him before and he gave me a great feel that day. I think mean, he's a classy animal, he just obviously gets back and he, he just needs things to go his way in, in a sense. But um um if they do he's got a, he's got a great turn of foot. Um and um he's a he's a class animal that's a certain
3: might be a bit of a risk on a wet track. He had one go on a wet track and he didn't run on at all. So uh, got to be some query there, do you think?
0: Yeah, um, depends how wet it is, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's obviously sunshine now, so if you can get into that soft seven, heavy eight, it should be okay. Obviously, you wouldn't want want it much heavier than that.
3: Race number two, you're riding. Dealings done for John Simons and Sheila Laxon. Now, I liked that win at the Gold Coast last time out. He was in a duel with about uh, two hundred metres to go with two other runners. That last one hundred meters, he really forged clear. So the extra trip, you think's going to suit him tomorrow? He hasn't seen wet ground, but uh, look, the the, uh, the breeding suggests he should get through it okay.
0: Yeah, he's he's, he's a horse I've got a lot of time for. Um, I've always liked him um, from the start, um, and he's um, it was great when the other day. He's not a thousand meter horse at all. Like he was, at, he was at his top the whole way the other day. He never really got comfortable, so I think. He's been crying out for this 13.50, and 50, and, um, he obviously gets it tomorrow. And um, look, at the wet ground's obviously a little bit of a query, but um, I think I think he'd be awfully hard to beat tomorrow. I think he's a really nice
2: horse. Race four, you've got Karaoke Queen for the O'Day hoisted Camp, and they're a stable that uh, obviously a good camp to be getting good support from. Uh, she's drawn well. Looks like it's a good hope in this race.
4: Yes.
0: She's a bit of a funny horse. She kind of hits a bit of a flat spot and then hits the line nicely. So, um, look, lovely gate. Should get all the favours, hopefully, and um, should be hitting the line good, I guess.
3: Rubiquitous is an interesting runner in race seven, the Derby McCarthy. Gate number one, uh, looks nicely placed, handles the wet ground, loves racing up on the speed and uh, has trolled well.
0: Yeah, he's obviously a very classy horse as well, and um, he'll go forward, make his own luck. He's obviously won the heavy track, which is great. And um, obviously, he probably just got that uncommon James to be. He's a pretty classy animal. But um, he's obviously hasn't been tried on the wetter ground. So um, if he doesn't handle it, Rebiculous is tough and um, it'll be hard to run down.
2: And Maya Bay, you're riding now. It was uh, Maddie Sears' birthday. I think yesterday was Maddie Sears' birthday. So uh, it's only fitting that she has a winner on uh, her birthday week. And this horse, uh, he can can bob up.
0: Yeah, he can. Um, Look, I obviously don't really know the horse. I've never ridden him. But um, looking at his replays, he seems to um, obviously get in well in the weights and... um, we get a bit of luck, I think
3: I you think should be hitting the line nice. Jaden, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, we won't speak to you, obviously, for a couple of months at least. Uh, enjoy your uh, trip to Bali. Stay away from all that bad food. Look after yourself. Be safe. And, uh, and we'll catch up with you shortly. And good luck tomorrow.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having
3: me. No, it's an absolute pleasure. Jaden Lord joining us this morning. Sam, we'll go for a break. But before we do, the Tab Queensland Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival at Albion Park is the place to chase Gamble responsibly. If you're having a bet, call 1-800-858-858. If there are any issues, we'll be back with more in just a moment.
2: This is The Punter's Mate on SEN.
3: Welcome back to The Punter's Mate on this Friday morning. You're with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland on SEN Track. Sam little bit Chris. of news that we didn't cover earlier in the show. Alligator Blood, who, of course, won the Stradbroke in such impressive fashion, will have a Melbourne campaign. Uh, his next one will be the PB Lawrence in early August, and then the Memsey. That's what they've marked out for Alligator Blood. Going to be very interesting to see how he goes down south, because he looked like the Alligator Blood of old during our carnival, didn't he?
2: Yeah, it is uh, it is interesting, isn't it? I. I some part of me questions how good was that uh, Stradbroke, how, you know, how strong was that Stradbroke? And then uh, he's saying going down, alligator blood going down to Melbourne. I go, wow. Uh, but you know what? Being uh, Gay Waterhouse horses, they're always forward and, and fit. And, yep. and touching on those horses, you know, touching on those races, they can be a bit soft. A lot of horses that are going around in that race, those races will be a bit soft, whereas he's going there uh, – fit and 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 ready to perform you know um yeah it'll be interesting it's uh you know and, and it's also hard to you know it's hard enough to get horses to to come up again after obviously he was at his best on Stradbroke day and then uh get him to to come up uh at his best a short
3: time after you know it's uh it's tough enough and just quickly, before mentioning the Melbourne Carnival, the O'Day Hoisted Stable will be taking uh, the likes of Shooting for Gold, Scalopini, Uncommon James, and the unraced Merrily, who we saw at the two-year-old trials a while back, had an injury concern. They're looking at going to Melbourne early in the Carnival as well. So it looks like we'll have some really good Queensland representation at the uh, Melbourne Carnival, the Spring Carnival this year.
2: Fantastic. Uh, yeah, well, they, they've got uh, good team horses, don't they, the O'Day
3: Horse Dead Camp? Uh, yeah. They've got plenty of bullets to fire. Maybe Jaden Lord will be back from his suspension, then he can go down there and ride a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go for the news, and after the news we'll come back and we'll have a chat to Cole Wilson-Taylor.
2: This is The
3: Punter's Mate on SEN. You're on The Punter's Mate on this Friday morning, the 8th of July, with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland. Sam, good morning to you. For those listeners out there that are just joining us for this final half hour, good morning to you as well. Yeah, Chris-o,
2: good to be here. And uh, it's good that the weather's turned uh, this we had a bit of a cold snap uh, during the week uh, up here in Bris Vegas and uh, put pants on. Sam. Al- almost felt like uh, Melbourne. Well, I didn't go that far putting. Do you not know, almost? I, I do, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know. I, I wouldn't know where to go to get a pair of pants in my cupboard.
3: It's uh, there'd be some in there, uh, but uh, I just yeah. I don't like wearing them at all. <laughs> do not like wearing them. Um, when I say that, I mean I like wearing shorts. I don't get around the street just wearing no pants. But um, yes. Anyway, uh, we're going to speak to Kyle Wilson-Taylor very shortly. Kyle Wilson-Taylor is currently leading the Apprentices' Premiership here in Brisbane, and we'll also have a chat to uh, Scott Cross a little after that. we will get a wrap some of the prices going forward and some of the big betting markets uh, this weekend. Of course, we've got the State of Origin Decider next Wednesday. We've got the Wallabies playing England uh, this weekend. We've got the Wimbledon Finals, Sam, and we've had uh, Nick Kyrgios with a walk over there, a bit of... Interesting scenario, I heard Heels uh, mentioned this morning on Patton Heels that really the guy that Nadal beat in the last game should be the one playing Kyrgios, it shouldn't be a walkover straight to the final, I think that's a good point, Wow, it, uh, something to think about. Yeah, it. Uh,
2: look, uh, it's funny, I, I, you know I've been listening to obviously a lot of commentary about Nick Kyrgios uh, in the last week and... Uh, yeah, I I think he's a dead set sausage the way he behaves. I yeah, think I could, couldn't I, agree with I you think, more. I uh, think he needs a dead set foot up the backside, <laughs> as my father would say, and uh, yeah, just just carry on like a pork chop. I don't and know how he gets he's, away. He's with obviously some of this stuff. very, uh, you know, he's very talented, and, and no doubt about uh, that. Uh, yeah, if he if he put so much energy, you know, put all that energy that it, uh, that he carries on with, uh, into playing, playing tennis. Imagine how good he would be, but, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know enough about tennis, but, uh, I know that, uh, it's not a good way to, to carry on all that. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, especially nowadays, it's, it's just, it's
3: not on, is it? No. Well, I mean, if, uh, if you had juniors out there carrying on like that, I'm sure they'd be jumped on straight away. So why do uh, why do the older players get away with that sort of thing? But anyway, he'll go into the final against, I would say, Novak Djokovic, who will be a short-priced favourite. So I think Curios's run might come to an end when he gets to meet <laughs> Novak Djokovic. There'll be a lot of people out there that aren't Novak Djokovic fans that will suddenly be in his corner <laughs> come Sunday night. Uh, i tell you something else that uh, I thought was a little amusing. Now, I'm not having a go at any of these people. But the Gold Coast uh, track redevelopment started on um, during the week, got underway during the week, and there were some really good photos, the usual photos of people with shovels. <laughs> <laughs> and I could say myself, I would not be someone that should have a shovel in their hand <laughs> having a photo taken of me because you'd see straight away that uh, I'm no builder, I'm no uh, lands. And some of the, I love people that, you know, they look as though they shouldn't have shovels, but they do, and they look very much out of place. But uh, – Anyway, that's another story. Well, I'm not hanging
2: uh, it on him, but I'm just saying I'd be wary. I can tell you that uh, I have been on the shovel uh, a couple of times this week because uh, we are lucky enough to have a bush turkey that uh, resides in my backyard, and uh, he makes a d- terrible mess. So oh, they just dig and ed- dig and anyone dig. That, anyone that has uh, any ideas on how to get rid of this digger's rest because he <laughs> – Te- tears my garden from one side to the other and, uh, gee, you can make a mess for it You know, a little bird, those legs, tell you what, they can do a bit of work and make a bit of mess. That's for sure.
3: They yeah. certainly can. Now, while we're waiting for Kyle Wilson Taylor, we might uh, jump on to a little bit of follow, fold or forgive from, uh, from last week, Sam, because, uh, Kyle's just tied up at the moment. Now, very hard In fact, impossible to give you any follows or forgives or folds from the Sunshine Coast (laughs) last Saturday because the track was wet. You had to be in a certain spot. It was basically Russian roulette. You had to handle the track, the conditions, the heavy 10. You had to be off the fence and on the crown to have a chance. And if you weren't, well, you were cactus. Yeah. So we'll just let that meeting pass completely. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, unless you had one you'd like to talk about. Uh,
2: No, I that's seems like such a long time ago just uh, not yeah it was week. a week ago neil yeah it uh, uh, but yeah i mean it's uh it was tough conditions, that's for sure. Uh, I did say it on trackside last week that um, you know it's amazing when you've got a couple of hundred thousand dollar races how how they can see so easily. They they can never see they can never see when they go around for twenty thousand dollar maidens, but uh, two hundred thousand dollar races they can see all right in the hoop. So it's you know I I don't want to sound like a broken record. Just put a couple of pairs of goggles on, guys. That's all you have to do.
3: That's all you have to do. You can see. You can see. Well, you're speaking from experience there, so I'm not going to disagree with you at all. Now, I'm going to go back to the Sunshine Coast Barrier Trials Tuesday week ago. So not the Tuesday we've just had, the Tuesday before that. Uh, we had some trials out there. and there were some impressive runners. Uh, one of them was a horse called Bobba Fett. Okay. Now, Bobba Fett uh, has had the two trials now. Won the first of them at the Gold Coast by 10 lengths. Wow. And then won this trial by uh, a pretty solid margin as well and was... Uh, under no pressure whatsoever. So Boba Fett goes into the follow fi- file. Toe the line. Now, this horse is going around on Sunday afternoon. Race one, number eight, on the Polly at the Sunshine Coast. Very promising horse. She's a filly trained by Stuart Kendrick. She wears the purple colors. She's had one start, and she ran third to she's got the boom in the jewel at the Gold Coast, the half-million-dollar race earlier in the year. She was on the worst part of the track that day. She did a terrific job. So she trialed as well. She ran fast time. She was never out of first gear for Tiff Brooker, uh, and I think she can win that first race, but she will be no odds whatsoever. So hopefully hopefully someone gives us a price, but I doubt it very much. Uh, and I had another one there, and I can never remember the name of this one. It's another one from – I'll get it in a moment. It's another one from the Stuart Kendrick stable, and it went around in a later trial. I did, Super Air. That's it. Thanks, Sam. It went around in a later trial, and it was also very impressive. It goes around in race four, I think it is. It's race three or four at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday, and it's also one to follow. Its trial was, uh, wasn't was as good as Tow the Line, but i tell you what, it wasn't far behind. So Boba Fett, Tow the Line, and Super Air are all three to follow out of the trials from the uh, session at the Sunshine Coast last Tuesday week. Sammy, anything any follows you got out of Toowoomba or anywhere like that?
2: Uh, nothing off the top of your head. Yeah, nothing off the top of my head. I suppose. Uh, uh Turbo Art. It was a good winner uh, last week at at uh, Toowoomba, and it was. Uh, yeah, I think uh, it was JD's tip in our show. It, it was. It was. So, um, yeah, and your tip, uh, Winjana. It was
3: very good, wasn't it? So. It was. Now remember those follow folds and forgives. are thanks to Aquis, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility. Aquis, uh, number one, Queensland's breeders, no, I'll get that right, Queensland breeders, number one supporter. Brixie, should we go for a break? We should. We'll go for a break and we'll try and uh, rustle up Kyle Wilson-Taylor. and We'll be back just after. This is The Punters Mate on SEN. Welcome back to The Punter's Mate. You're with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland on this Friday morning. The Tab Queensland Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival is here. If you're having a bet, do so responsibly. Any issues there, call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. 858 858 Now, before we move on, Sammy, just something on the Greyhound Carnival and, of course, the Harness Racing Carnival, which is uh, really that time of the year that both come to the fore. Uh, Racing Queensland have done a deal with 7 Plus, so we can watch all these uh, great nights Ah, uh, the harness racing on the Saturday night and the greyhounds on the Thursday night on Seven Plus. Now, Eugenius is in the studio. Tell me that Seven Plus is available on your smart TV via the app. You got that under control, Sam? Yeah, I'm all over it, all <laughs> over it. And don't forget the uh, the highlight, the uh, the summer carnival highlight is the Golden Grays Summer Carnival, the Group One Gold Bullion, and that will be broadcast in early 2020 three so that's some good news if you've got your smart tv up and running like sam highland has you can watch all that action on the 7 plus app now sammy we've got a big day today at rockhampton and a big day tomorrow at rockhampton the new market today the cup tomorrow yeah this is uh, up north it's uh,
2: there, i think it's uh, goes every fortnight that, that we uh, yeah, we go g- gradually go f- up don't f- we further up north yep. and and finishing uh, finishing up in Cairns. and uh, no the, a lot of these horses uh you know we'll carry on for for the rest of the uh uh the you know targeting the the good races uh, up north and yeah I think uh, great to see that uh, Tony Golan and and the Edmonds camp and you know they're strong races today uh and today and tomorrow at Rockhampton so getting really good support and you know uh, obviously Willie Pike's up there riding at 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 the meetings um. Noel Carlo, uh, a lot of the the jockeys from Brisbane. I think uh, Jimmy Burns going up there today, and uh, so yeah, I, th- I think uh, it's a good race. The uh, the new market, and I thought uh, thought Vinko had a hope in that race, but uh, Doctor Zeus, it'll be a horse that that could step up, but it's good, got good depth to it, and then obviously the cup. Uh, Master Jamie, he's just a warrior, isn't he? he is. What's he got, uh, about
3: 77 kilos?
2: <laughs> he's got 59 and right. a half. He won't know himself. He won't. Uh, he's 41 starts, 16 wins. Like Not bad, it's, is it? It's, it's an outstanding effort. Outstanding effort. And gee, it'd be good to see him win his hometown cup, wouldn't it?
3: It sure would. And as you say, there's a great representation from our top trainers. Tony gollan has got... Uh, Heap of good runners both days. He could uh, train four or five. Win- I don't know if there's a prize like a car or yeah. a motorbike or something like that. <laughs> but uh, if there is, I got a feeling. A cow? That, might yeah, be a cow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> might be. Or a free meal at the, uh, was it, the mixed grill Mark Braver used they to call go on about the, Brixie? The, the beef the, capital. Of- well, that's right. They reckon, they reckon that mixed grill up at the, was it, the Criterion? Criterion, that was it. They reckon yep. that's a go up at Rockhampton. Maybe a free he's- mixed grill. <laughs> wow. Uh, but look, he's got uh, some really good chances in the, in the new market, uh, not only the new market, but most of the other races as well has Tony Gollan. So uh, big racing up there over the next couple of days. And you're right, they go from uh, Rocky to Mackay. Then we go from Mackay to Townsville and then Townsville up to Cairns for the uh, Cairns Cup. Then they have the Cairns Amateurs after that. So a really good, uh, really good series of racing. The Carnival never stops in Queensland, Sam, that's for sure. And don't forget tomorrow, we've also got the running of the Bow Desert Cup. Boom. Have you she, ridden there? Uh, I have never
2: ridden at Bow Desert, but uh, spent uh, plenty of time there going, uh, hosting meetings there when uh, when working for Sky Channel. And it, it's, uh, you know, Bow Desert, um, uh, I bet you this is something that you, you didn't know, but this is where Mahogany stayed. Really? And he came up here and he, he, there's a picture of him on the wall. Uh Mahogany and uh, of him galloping uh, on the track. I reckon he's well. He's my favourite racehorse of all time, Mahogany. I, I just think the fact that he won uh, two derbies and then came back and won two lightning stakes. I don't think we'll ever see that again. Um, he he was such a versatile horse and uh, he was quite amazing. And and obviously just going down in in a cock's plate. But uh, yeah, I reckon. Uh, I don't think there'd be any better horse than Mahogany that's punched around uh, Bow Desert
3: before.
2: Did he actually run there? No, he didn't run. No, he run. didn't run there, but he it wouldn't be gallop, a race suitable for him. Gallop there. <laughs> yeah, he there. D- yeah, he
3: didn't run there. Yeah, he was uh, He was one heck of a racehorse. Uh, now, we couldn't get hold, or we haven't been able to get hold, of uh, Kyle Wilson-Taylor, unfortunately. So hopefully we might get him towards the end of the show, but if we don't, uh, we'll catch up with him at some other stage. He might have been riding at uh, trials or track work or something this morning that we didn't know about. Uh, We do have Scott Cross, though, online. Scott, of course, is from Crossbit. Scott, good morning to you. Very good morning to you, mate. How are you? Very well, thanks. You got through that traffic okay?
1: I did get through the traffic okay. uh, I could rather be nowhere else but the office
3: on a Friday morning. (laughs) (laughs) The golf course would be all right, surely. (laughs) I'm not that good at that. All righty, let's look at some of the, uh, the markets for this coming weekend. Let's kick it off with the, uh, the big one. Next Wednesday night, the state of origin uh, decider, Queensland versus New South Wales, one all. What are the current markets?
1: Yeah, mate. State of origin up here in Brisbane. The decider here at Suncorp Stadium. Look, as per normal, uh, New South Wales are the favourite, dollar sixty-five. Uh, Queensland are at two dollars and twenty-five cents. As a as a Queenslander, I'm finding it very hard to tip against uh, Queensland at home. Uh, interestingly enough, we have a uh, an interesting market. We have, once again we have five dollars for any winger. Uh, to score the first try with a max bet of $25. Uh, So Queensland winger, I think, for me, first try scorer.
3: Okay, that sounds good. I'll follow that. Now, the Wallabies play England. Is that tomorrow?
1: That is tomorrow. Uh, Yes, here, once again, at Suncorp Stadium. I will be there. Um, my beloved Reds have uh, three players starting. Tenia Latupo returns. Prop Hunter Paisami uh, is starting as well as Jordan Pettire. Uh The Wallabies did such a good job last time of beating England with only fourteen men. Uh, Australia are the favourites at a dollar sixty-six. England at two dollars and twenty-three uh, cents. And once again, I predict the Wallabies are going uh, to take this home.
3: All righty. Now the uh, plenty of interest this morning, or the big talk this morning, has been around uh, Wimbledon. We know that uh, Nick Kirios has uh, got to walk over, basically into the final uh, where he's likely to take on Novak Djokovic. I'd say Novak could be a, a pretty short-priced favourite, Scott, and uh, he'll have a lot in his, just saying to Sammy, he'll have a lot of support in his corner that he wouldn't normally have had, I would guess.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, love him or hate him. Everyone's uh, talking about Nick Kyrgios. Look, he's $4 to win the tournament. Uh, Novak's obviously got to overcome the uh, Englishman Cameron Norrie. Cameron Norrie's at $23 to win the tournament. Novak, you're right, is very short at $1.22. But for the first time in a long time, I'm going to be rooting for an Englishman. Uh, I'm going to hope Cameron Norrie beats Novak. I'm not that confident, but, uh, yeah, Nick Kyrgios at $4 uh, to win Wimbledon. And I'll be supporting him. It's always good to see an Aussie
3: uh, in a final. It was just just before we get to the uh, the John Monash at uh, Caulfield. Interesting, uh, Ian Healy this morning came up with the, uh, the idea, and he mightn't be the only one, but the, the guy that uh, Nadal beat... In the quarterfinal, uh, why couldn't he get a run against Kyrgios? Why should there be a walkover? Well, what do you think of that? Should he be the one that plays Kyrgios? Oh, look, an injury is an injury. It's pretty hard to,
1: you know, someone who's already been beaten to, to, to get another crack. I don't know. It's an interesting I one. Uh, I, I, put it this way. If it, wasn't, if it wasn't an Aussie, I'd say maybe. But because it's curious I'd say no stuffing <laughs> with Kyrgios go all the way through.
2: Fair enough, too. And Scott, uh, the Sir John Monash Stakes, uh, to I suppose it's our last uh, major race that, uh, for, to sort of round out the year uh, down in Melbourne there. And, and uh, you know, it's often a race that we see a lot of the good horses coming back, uh, setting themselves up for the spring carnival going forward. I, I don't know that there's too many spring carnival horses in that field, but Ashford Street is a horse that's been in amazing form.
1: Yeah, look, you're right. So I don't think it's the greatest uh, race that we'll see here. They've come for three horses. Uh, Ashford Street um, is is one of them at $6.50. Um, about a third of the hold at the moment is on Oxley Road. Uh, it's the favourite at $2.90. Um, but the number eight, Believer, they've come before as well at $3.80. At the moment, the number three, Satorial Splendor, uh, is actually the market mover opened at 17th into 14th. Oh, I am certainly by no means a form pick of it. I can't really pick any outstanding one single horse I'd like to bet on here, so I think it's gonna to have to be an exotic for me. I'd i throw it over to you too. You know better than me. I, it's very hard to pick a standout horse here.
2: Yeah, I think Satorial splendor is uh it's been good first up and second up. It looks a good race for it and and uh I'm sure that uh Rock uh sorry, John Sadler has targeted this race uh for you know, for to get, get the score on the board, but with a Group 3 win, I think it uh, looks well-placed, this horse.
3: Yeah, and at $14, it's hard to, it's hard to yeah, look past those odds. Scott, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, we hope you have a great night at the uh, Wallabies in England game tomorrow night, I hope you enjoy yourself. I'm sure you will. Well, and you have a really good weekend. Take care. Will do. Thanks, Scott. Scott Cross joining us there from Crossbet. Now, it's time to look at some of the uh, racing over. The weekend, Sammy. See if we can find some winners for the listeners out there. What
2: about when Scott mentioned that horse Tupo? The, uh, sorry, he mentioned the rugby player Tupo, and there's a horse called Tupo well, that I backed it last week at uh, Musselbrook. And I tell what you happened? What, well, it got beaten six. Got beaten six <laughs> thanks. It's it goes into my cockroach category.
3: <laughs> so no more Tupo for you, the horse that is. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> all right we have uh, Doombin of course tomorrow uh, look I think it's a meeting where there's a bit of value there's no real shorties bar from uh, Uncommon James in race 7 most of them uh, are reasonably, uh, reasonably open fields uh, race 2 number 4 Dealing's done I think uh, Jaden Lloyd gave us a good push for that one I think the uh, Gold Coast win was a good one so I think uh, Dealing's done can run well uh, race 4 number 9 Vaccine for Tony Golland comes off a maiden last time I think is a good bet each way and race nine, number two, Me Baby. Loves the ground. No one of yours, Sammy. You've tipped this horse before. Yeah, I tipped it one. at big
2: odds when it ran second. second yeah.
3: Oh, And, uh, gee, I think I like it. I think it'll win. I think it'll win on Saturday. So do I, and I hope you're right. So I'll stick with those three. Race two, number four. Race four, number nine. Race nine, number two. You can back them all each way. Now, we have got Kyle Wilson-Taylor on the line. we tracked him down. Kyle, good morning to you. Good morning, boys. How are we? Very well. And yourself? Yeah, good. Thank you. That's the way. Uh, we just wanted to chat to you about uh, your rides, obviously uh, tomorrow, and and being the premiership winner, yeah, yeah. Of the apprentices title. Well, you've well got done. It sewn up. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. You are aware of Jaden Lloyd's in, upcoming suspension?
4: Yeah, yeah, I, I am. Um, uh, we're obviously really good mates, and yeah. we, we try not to talk about it. But um, he, he had a lot of suspensions on appeal, and. Um, I think it might be his sixth one that he incurred the other day and he decided to take it so um, yeah no very satisfying
3: alrighty now you've got uh, one particular ride tomorrow and it'll be a very emotional ride and of course that is uh, the big goodbye in race 5 at uh, Doombin for, for Rob Heathcote a horse that uh, Leah Kilner's had good success with
4: yeah yeah definitely um, she obviously everyone knows Leah's in not, not the best way at the moment and um, you know, makes, we're all thinking of her, especially in this game. And um, obviously I started, I did part of my apprenticeship in Grafton and, and we've become pretty good mates there. And uh, our, our careers have sort of followed similar trajectories. And, um, you know, to see this happen to anybody, let alone someone you ride track work with every day and races every day, it really hits home. And, um, you know, just, she knows how to ride the horse better than anyone. So hopefully I can ride it somewhat as good as what she can and, and hopefully it can, uh, it can win for her.
2: Uh, Kyle, Charmy Baby is a horse that uh, Chris and I were just talking about. Gee, I thought uh was good last start. Just got uh, too far back. If we can, you know, take closer order and have a bit of luck in the run. Gee, I think it'll be hard to beat in that Pam O'Neill Stakes.
4: Yeah, obviously drew a wide alley in the Touch TR and was just, just off the track the whole way. And, you know, she was entitled to just weaken out of it and, and probably finish last. But she was only beat three lengths and she's a... Very tenacious uh, mare, and um, you know, for a stable that, well, for the ownership group, I, I did a lot of riding for them when I started my apprenticeship, and and they've been really good to me. So, um, you know, hopefully to win a race like this on Saturday would, would really be uh, really satisfying.
3: Uh, skins in the final race, Kyle. I don't know if Skins is going to go around. You may know more than I do, but they have drawn a horrible gate. But third up wouldn't be far away now, and back at, or up in distance certainly will suit.
4: Yeah. That, oh, All the, uh, everything will suit uh, Saturday, bar the barrier, I think. Um, You know, just probably going to need a lot of luck from that alley, but, um, you know, I'm not aware of whether the horse will start or not. But um, if it does, um, I'm sure it will be very competitive.
3: Now, another one that's drawn a wide gate is a speedy type in the Chief De Beers, and that's the Sydney visitor number two, Mr. Mosaic. Uh, You really got to push on, but there's probably a couple of others that might keep you out there, so... Um, might be a bit of a task early, but his Sydney form certainly brings him in with a good chance.
4: Yeah, not wrong. I really hope this horse does start. uh I'm not sure whether it will from that alley, um, but yeah, another horse that's really in with a chance. Obviously, needs a little bit of luck from the gate, but um, you know he has a really high cruising speed, and and I, I think his his form's probably superior to this. So um, you know if he can if he can get a little bit of a, a little bit of luck in transit, he'd, he'd be very hard to beat. I believe.
3: Now, you had a great day at the Sunshine Coast last Saturday on Cup Day. Of course, you rode a couple of winners there, Fast Talking and the impressive Lime Soda and a bunch of place getters as well. But I'm going to do something different here and ask you about a couple of horses that you rode on uh, Wednesday on the Polly Track uh, that I thought had good chances. One of them ran second, uh, but I just had the feeling they didn't handle the surface. I mean, you'll be able to tell me here. One was Ronley Lee Gale, who only really got going late, uh was last and, and you weaved through and ran on well behind uh the winner there. And the other one was Gauntlet for Chris Anderson. It never seemed to go a yard.
4: Yeah, gauntlet he's had a long preparation and uh he has been racing really well and consistent, but um we he was gonna be he, he was well suited to the to the race at Ipswich but yeah. obviously they got trans the poly and um you know the poly. Oh, I don't know about the tracker. It cha- it you know it changes every meeting how it's going to play, which is a bit annoying. Um, and there's no real way to tell how it's going to play until you're out there. And um, obviously, it was a mad leader bias the other day, and he'd probably come to the end of his prep as well. So it was probably a mixture of two things. He didn't handle the track, and he's probably come to the end of the prep. But um, Ronley Gow was a super run. Obviously, not many horses throughout the whole day made any ground, and uh, they went a ridiculous speed. Um, in that race and the leader kept on kicking on and won and and my horse uh, obviously flashed home for second but um, yeah that was a very eye-catching run and um, you know once we get back on the turf I think uh, results will be different
3: yeah she was good winning at the Gold Coast to start prior over uh, over 1400 so yeah we'll look out for her Kyle congratulations on your form congratulations on your upcoming upcoming apprentices uh, premiership win we'll catch up with you shortly we hope you have a great day in the saddle tomorrow at Durban
4: Thank you very much, boys. Thanks for having me.
3: That's a pleasure. Kyle Wilson-Taylor joining us this morning. Sammy, on the show, that's another show. That's a wrap for Punders Mate this uh, Friday, the 8th of July. Well done, Chris. Thanks, Sam. You have a great weekend. To all the listeners out there, hope you back a winner.